Welcome back to the All Access Podcast. I'm your host, Trenton Warsham, here for SoundLinkMagazine.com, at SoundLinkMag on all of our social media. Today on the show, we have Wilkes, who is a current contestant on The Voice, and you may know him from his old band Disciple, who's a pretty popular Christian rock band, and he was also in a band called the High Flight Society. Before we get into that and what he talks about with The Voice, the judges, all that cool stuff, tell a friend, tell a family member about the podcast. We are on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, all that cool stuff. And if they like podcasts, music podcasts, interviews, that kind of thing, then then let them, let them in on the secret. Let them in on the secret. We don't have a big following right now, so get them in early. And so without further ado, here is our guest for today's show, Wilkes, who is currently on the hit reality show, The Voice. Hey man, so uh, you're on The Voice right now and everything, and you used to be in the rock band Disciple and stuff. And so um, as somebody who's been, you know, on that side of the fence, I guess, more so than maybe some of the contestants and the touring band and stuff, what uh, what made you want to try out for this thing after already having that experience being on, being on the road and stuff? Um, mainly... The, at the end of the day, the reason I did it is because my, my wife and my now guitar player, Shane, um, convinced me to do it. <laughs> I was um, not necessarily all for it at first, just because I've conditioned myself over the years to think success in the music industry comes from hard work of touring and all that kind of stuff. But uh, in reality, it's a different, different day and age right now than it was in the late 90s, early 2000s when I started. So... Um, basically I was stuck in my old ways and my wife and my guitar player pointed it out and um, so I went for it but um, as far as in relation to being on the road and having all that experience already I would say without being without being too doom and gloom and being uh, too complainy about the music industry I don't, I don't want to come across that way but from the outside of things when people look in on bands and see like oh they're touring they go on tour they're successful they're doing really well. I bet. I bet he's loving life and living the high life because they tour all the time. In reality, that's not the truth at all. Sometimes you do tours for months and months and lose money. So um, the reality of the platform of the voice is just something that I could have never achieved and have never achieved. And it's a once, literally a once in a lifetime opportunity to get that that long of an arm that quickly. So uh, at the end of the day, that's what that's what drove my decision but because of touring and stuff i am bringing a lot of experience and that helps but that's why i decided to do it awesome now um obviously everybody wants to win the thing it is a singing competition and stuff but aside from winning and stuff what is your goal with this what do you want to come out of this rather being the champion or you know having a good run with it what is your goal with this where do you want to see yourself after the voice wherever wherever you end up with it um i think overall um I mean, I'm happy with, with how far I've made it thus far. I'm just, I'm kind of, if it, if I lost the next round, I mean, obviously I would be bummed. I don't like to lose, but I'm stoked about how far I've made it. So as far as goals go that way, I think I've reached maybe what I wanted. I just wanted to get a couple chairs. But um, as, as far as walking away from the show in general, um, I'm seeing it as a, a stepping stool or a stepping stone in my music career overall and a platform to be able to connect with more people and make more fans, make more friends. You know, it's just on my own. I could never, like I said earlier, I, my arm isn't near as long as the shows is, is able to reach into those, those territories. So hopefully I'll walk away with more friends, more connections, more fans, more friendships, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards. That's the goal. 
Now, do you feel with having a prior experience with a relatively known band and stuff that the fans from that band, on top of the new fans you're making with the, on The Voice, do you think those two combined give you a better shot at having a long-term stay in the competition? Um, honestly, I'm not totally sure because I, I would think that fans of my past bands would get behind me, and I, I think that they will. But one thing that other people have going for them that I don't is I'm from a really, really tiny, small town in Georgia. And even though the, the whole state of Georgia will get behind me because I'm the only one from Georgia left, the hardcore home fan base that I have is not that big. And some other people are from, you know, bigger cities that are going to get behind them that may even be, the population may be the equivalent to my past band's fans, fan bases. So I think at the end of the day, considering all of the factors of where people from drawn from, it kind of evens itself out. But the big the big thing is, I mean, all of Disciple, the Disciple and High Flight Society fan base could get behind me, but if I get up there and blow it and then somebody else just slays it right after I do, like, you know, that's regardless of my fan base, that's not going to help me. So I still have to perform and we all have to live up to our full potential to have you know any shot of staying or any shot of longevity on the show now something uh, people probably don't get to see on the show a lot of is these coaches you know they have multiple people on their teams and stuff and so when you're working with them how much time do you actually have one-on-one with these coaches and what is it like working with them you have um a, a decent amount of time um i've heard people afterwards that i that i know that have been on the show were not necessarily that I know, but when I watched, I watched a bunch of videos before I did the show to kind of get the feel from past contestants. And some people have said, put it out there, you don't get that much time with the coaches and all that. And in the grand scheme of things, I feel good about the amount of time we get. We don't sit in, in a room for hours. It's usually a 30-minute, 45-minute session or something like that. But the thing to keep in mind is we're only going over one song, and it's a 90-second version of the song. So 30, 45 minutes with a celebrity coach coaching you for that long on a 90-second clip, that's like having them in on a full set band rehearsal for five hours. So I think it's it's personally the perfect amount of time, and it's been enough to really get to know Blake, and you do really form connections with the coaches. All of that stuff is is real. That, That really happens. But it's not like we sleep in the same hotel and just talk to each other on that one. Like, I noticed that now more so than ever, even with, I think, American Idol's doing it now, everything, with all the digital streaming and downloads and stuff going on right now in the industry, it seems that these competitions, they're, they're putting you guys, you know, on social media to market your stuff. So what is it like pushing your content, I guess, in real time with the competition as if you're already, you know, a quote-unquote, you know, artist from the show, if, if that makes any sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, um... It's definitely, it's a different experience than doing it without the show because, um, like I referenced earlier, the industry has changed so much since the late 90s, early 2000s when I first got started that everything is digital and on social media now. Uh, you can, if you don't have your social media game in order and operating on level 10, then you're at a big disadvantage. So I've always been uh, real big on trying to do that as efficiently as possible, but having the voice put stuff out next to me. And then when I I share one of their posts or put something out in addition to them, 
the amount of people that pay attention to it is just absurd compared to beforehand. So it's a, for one, it's real humbling for me to, to see myself being pushed out by the voice or, or Blake or, you know, those, that caliber of promotion. But it's also, it honestly makes it a little, a little easier on me not to have to try to find so many creative ways just to get people to look in my general direction because it, the show kind of gives you a, a validity that you didn't have beforehand and people take you more seriously. Whether you win or not, I'm sure you're going to have a great career with F with this exposure and stuff. And so who is somebody that you would like to collaborate with or co-write with you know, once you make music after The Voice and everything? Um, I think that there's a number of producers that I would love to work with, a bunch of uh, rock producers, a bunch of different country producers, uh, like Eric Valentine would be amazing. Jay Joyce would be ridiculous. But if I had to pick one person to write one song with and work on one project with, it would have to be Brandon Flowers from The Killers. That's the, um, out of, out of everybody nice. in the world, he's probably the only guy that if he walked in my front door, I would get a little bit nervous. If, like, I don't really, that kind of stuff doesn't really affect me. But he's, for me, he, he's, a, he's another level of, of artist. So if I had to pick one. That's crazy because your style and his style of, of music that you guys perform are completely different. So that's a very interesting pick right there. Yeah, yeah. It's um, once you know that the Killers is my favorite band and Brandon Flowers is one of my favorite artists. If you listen to my music with that in mind, you can hear it. You can hear where he influences me. But I definitely, okay. I definitely don't put material out trying to sound like Brandon Flowers, and I don't try to make my voice sound like him. Yeah, I just really respect what he does and everything that he makes. Uh, every every piece of music or anything that he puts out, I can feel it on a, like an emotional level. And most people, even some of my other favorite bands, it's half the record. I get that, but there, there's something. Maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the fact that we're both super introverted and we're also entertainers. Maybe there's a common kind of unseen bond there or something. But yeah, there's just some connection I have with I have with him that um, I think if we could get in a room together, it it produced something magical. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for talking to us today, and uh, good luck with the voice, and look forward to see uh, what you do afterwards. All right, I appreciate it.